Starlight, starbright, first star I see tonight. I wish I may, I wish I might. Have this wish I wish tonight. Please, please, in the name of God, don't make me review another classic Disney movie. It is I, the Blue Fairy, here to grant your wish. Jason, you are not the Blue Fairy. And you are not getting your wish. everybody and welcome to Late Seating. I am Jason Harding. And I'm Steve Shives. And on this show we take a classic movie and see if it lives up to its reputation, whether that reputation is good or bad. And this time around, its reputation is good, right Steve? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you would call one of the greatest animated films ever made a good reputation, then yes, I, I would say it has a... Well, not everyone calls it the greatest ever made, but That's I mean, true. a lot of people, it's in high regard. It's held in yeah. very high regard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. what movie? What movie that's so held in high regard that animators look at it, and it's, I I've, think I've confessed it's my favorite animated Disney movie. What movie are we going to review? It is actually the second full-length animated feature that Walt Disney ever produced. Nin- oh. Yeah, yeah. There was Snow White, and then there was Three this. Three Cheers for Hitler? Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they kept that one in the vault. Okay. Oh, well, you mean release. Yeah, release. Okay. That, that, that is still available to audiences today. Yeah. Right. So technically number three, but for our purposes, number two. It's Pinocchio. It's 1940s Pinocchio. Pinocchio, the little wooden head boy. Yes, the little Hooray. wooden head. Yeah, I like it. There. Show over, done. You spoiled it. Everybody's going to know now. This quarantine's driving me batty. <laughs> I don't have time to do a 90-minute podcast. Look, just I like I'm it, surrounded, okay? I'm surrounded by puppets that I haven't used in like a year and a half, and they're just staring at me accusingly. Oh, oh boy, I bet they're really pissed because we're reviewing this movie. Oh, uh, yeah, they're I like, watched it right in front of them, you're, too. You're watching other puppet movies? <laughs> I'm like, look at that puppet. He gave he gave his dad love. What have you given me? Nothing. <laughs> Psychological trauma. That's what you've given me, puppets. <laughs> Nothing but a lot of mouth. <laughs> so, Steve, yes. do you have any trivia about Pinocchio? I do. Surprisingly, there's quite a bit what? of trivia for this, for this movie. Okay. Uh, Great. So, uh, so a- as sharp-eyed viewers who know a little bit about filmmaking and animation probably could tell, the character of the Blue Fairy in this is rotoscoped. Yep. Um, and you can just ki- like Snow White was. That's right. Yes, that's right. And you can sort of you can kind of tell that that her her animation was was rotoscoped. And also the uh, voice actor was also the model for the character design, and they rotoscoped it off of her. And it was it was actually uh, Evelyn Venable, who was also the model for the lady holding up the torch in the Columbia Pictures logo. Thanks for taking it's quite all a, my trivia. You're welcome. The, you're welcome. My section is um, great. And, and also, uh, <laughs> did you know, Jason, did you know that, that, that this... Work all day. <laughs> just have this jerk do five <laughs> seconds of Google search. Uh, let me see. IMDb Pinocchio trivia. Pinocchio trivia. That looks good. That looks good. There you go. There's your trivia. Uh, no, did, did you did, did you know, Jason? Did you know? I did, that, probably that, did. That you probably did. That I probably did. That this film was based on a book? Yeah, I did. Called I The Adventures that. of Pinocchio? Yeah. And, yeah. And another d- thing out of my humane. <laughs> okay. Did you also know? Did you also know that in the book, Pinocchio straight up fucking kills Jiminy Cricket? 
<laughs> yes, I did. How about that? I didn't the know that. The book is very different from the movie. I didn't know that until I was doing research for this uh, segment. And I was like, holy shit, Pinocchio straight up pretty kills. Dark. He, he yeah. straight up kills Jiminy Cricket. Although yeah. he's, he's not called Jiminy in the book. He's just called the talking cricket. But Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, one last thing. Uh, Walt Disney, as, as uh, a lot of people know, especially uh, Disney fans, Walt Disney was awarded an honorary Oscar for Snow White. And, yes. and they actually gave it to him at the 1939 Oscars, and and it's the famous. Yeah, I think there's there's famous pictures of it where he got a full size Oscar statue and then seven and, little ones right. to represent the seven dwarves. And during his acceptance speech for that, he spoke about Pinocchio, which was in production and was going to come out the following year. And he talked yeah. about Pinocchio at his during his honorary Oscar acceptance speech for 25 yep. minutes. Yes, he did. And it wasn't televised because there wasn't. Nope. They didn't, wasn't even on the fucking radio. It wasn't. Yeah, it was just a private, just like a, just like a dinner, you know, where they handed yeah. out the awards. And so he got up on stage for his honorary Oscar and just told him about Pinocchio for 25 minutes. Yeah. It's called priming your audience. Yeah, he's like, so make sure you go out there and see Pinocchio, you bastards. Also, don't pay attention to the headlines. I'm sure our friend Adolf is an upright, decent guy. I, you know, he seems like a stand-up fellow to me. Me and Charles Lindbergh both agree. <laughs> and Yay Henry, for Nazis. And Henry Ford. <laughs> and Henry Ford. And every other fuckhead you won't like in 10 to 15 years. <laughs> All of us titans of industry are monsters. Good night, folks. <laughs> So are you done? I'm done. You done stealing from I, my segment? I, <laughs> we, we really need to coordinate on this. Fuck that. I'm done. <laughs> you need to develop a thing in your head. Oh, Jason probably knows this. <laughs> oh, and he probably has this in his... Oh, I don't care. I'm sorry. I don't care. I'm sorry. If you, care. if you want to fire me, I understand. No, I don't want to fire you. Okay. I'd die if I did this by myself. <laughs> Well, yeah, because how would you do the how, how would you do the terrible choice at the end? Well, I that would that's the crazy making part. I'd have to give it to myself. You'd have to means... you have to crack yourself in the head with a mallet so you forget yeah, which is which. Because that works. <laughs> All right, you ready for who made it? Let's do it. All right, it was directed by, and these are the supervising directors: Ben Sharpstein, who has like thirty-one Disney titles under his belt. Um, in, but the most notable one is uh, Dumbo. Oh yeah, the next movie. And Hamilton Lusk, who uh, also worked a lot for Disney, and uh, but he's really not well known for anything other than he got, I think, an Academy Award for the animated sequence in Mary Poppins. Mm. Then you have the sequential directors. Now, sequential directors are people who animate specific sequences of the films. Oftentimes, it's like a specific character, but in this in this case, it's like certain segments, like Monstro or something. Yeah. If something special needs to be done for the sequence, they'll assign it to one guy. So we have Bill Roberts, nothing. Norman <laughs> Ferguson, who is uh, famous for having created Pluto Aww. and also working a lot for Disney. Jack Kinney, who directed most of the Goofy shorts from the 19, late 1940s to 1950s. Um, Wilford Jackson, who directed Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, and Lady and the Tramp. And a gentleman who goes by the name T. He. The yeah. le- letter T. He. And he worked for Disney. Um, or I could just say nothing. Nothing notable. But I mean, he worked a lot. <laughs> Produced by Walt Disney. I Yeah, I don't want to... You know, don't. <laughs> Hopefully, make me you've talk heard about of Walt him. Disney. <laughs> Screenplay. Oh Jesus! Oh, there's there's a lot of them. Ted Sears, who did a lot. Otto Englander, Webb Smith, William Cottrell, Joseph Sabo, Erdman Penner, and Aurelius Battaglia. 
All of them worked for Disney. All of them were animators or illustrators or things like that. I don't remember seeing one that was like, you know, uh, good. But Ted Sears <laughs> was like the script supervisor <laughs> for like the same movies, as I said, for Wilford Jackson, yeah. Cinderella, Allison, Peter. Based on why bother? Why? Oh, I know, because I included the uh, the author's name, Carlo Collodi. <sighs> <laughs> Who wrote a really disturbing book about a living monster? <laughs> Walt Disney comes along and says, That's my next children's movie. <sighs> Starring Dick Jones as Pinocchio. Now, you guys are probably thinking, Dick Jones, the main villain from Robocop? <laughs> yep. No. <laughs> Same guy. <laughs> Uh, Dick Jones did a lot in Hollywood, and he has a very long career. A lot of these people, it's just going to be a lot because yeah. they have a lot. Cliff Edwards is Jiminy Cricket, and also he did a lot of stuff, and um, he was also a jazz musician. He did a lot of upbeat, jazzy renditions of popular songs at the time. Um, here's my trivia for him. Um, he really wasn't good with money, and uh, he uh, died penniless and broke Aww. in a... Um, yeah, in a in a nursing home. A jazz musician and, who wasn't good with money and died penniless and, and broke. <laughs> and he his body because no one was there to claim it, his body was going to be donated to UCLA and um Disney stepped in because they had been secretly paying his hospital bills and um got him a grave and uh and um they nominated him as one of their vocal legends right that was nice of yeah him. that's great yeah disney D disney was dead when he died so it, it wasn't a decision he probably would have made but <laughs> 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 christian rub is geppetto a lot i'm talking these guys have like hundreds of movies to their credit mm -hmm. and some of them you may have heard of most of them you probably haven't Clarence Nash is Cleo and Figaro. He's done a lot. But, I mean, do you guys remember the sounds that Cleo and Figaro made? No? Okay. Walter <laughs> Catlett as Honest John Worthington Fowlfellow. And, again, a lot. A lot of movies. These people worked three or four times a year, and they some of them, depending on when they were hot, they made three or four movies a year for several years. Not like the lazy actors we have now. Yeah, I did a movie once five years ago, and now I'm taking a seven year break to raise my children. Whatever. Get to work. Where's your work ethic? Yeah, make some <laughs> movies. No. <laughs> um, Giddy Gideon as uh, Giddy Gideon the cat who was originally going to be voiced by Mel Blanc. Mm -hmm. But they made a script change, and they said, no, he's going to be mute. But Mel Blanc still did his hiccups. Isn't that nice? That's nice. I thought those I wish, were Mel Blanc hiccups. I really wish Mel Blanc was a voice in this. I know. It would be just about perfect, wouldn't it? Charles Judels as Stromboli and the Wicked Coachman. Again, a lot. Evelyn Venable, why do I even bother? Because Steve took all the stuff I had and said it in the trivia. <sighs> So if you want to hear that again, go go rewind it yeah. about five to ten minutes. Yeah, everybody go rewind it and listen to it again because it was great. <laughs> <laughs> she did she did do a lot of movies, and she has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Ooh. Yeah. Frankie Darrow is Lampwick. A lot again. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart Buchanan as Carnival Barker, and he was the casting director for a lot of Disney's films. And he would always cast himself in these little parts, probably because he forgot how to do his job. A little on the drinky drink, and people said, okay, we need to do the carnival barker. Who do you got? And he's like, it's me. I'll do I'll it. I'll do it. No. 
Marion Darlington <laughs> as vocal effects of the birds. Thanks, Marion. Thurl Ravenscroft. God what a damn, name. I want that name. Oh, what a name. Thurl Ravenscroft. I'm naming my next AD&D or Pathfinder character Thurl Ravenscroft. That is such a great name. As Monstro. And you're probably saying, I've never heard of Thurl Ravenscroft. Yeah, you have. He was the voice of Tony the Tiger for 50 goddamn years. Yeah. And he was also the Grinch. No, he wasn't the Grinch. He sang the song, You're a Foul One, Mr. Grinch. Right. And he did tons and tons of voiceovers. You've heard him in lots of stuff. He was in The Brave Little Toaster. He's just, he's famous. <laughs> Don't give me that. He's famous. Uh, music by Leigh Harleen, a lot. Paul J. Smith only worked for Disney, and he did a lot, just tons and tons of their shorts and everything else. Production company, Walt Disney Productions, distributed by RKO Radio Pictures. Yeah. Buena Vista, the fake made-up distribution company that Walt Disney created <laughs> to distribute their own pictures, didn't exist yet. No, no. They had to go hat in hand all the other ones. It's like, will you release this, this movie that's going to make you so much fucking money? <laughs> RKO was like, all right, fine. Gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> Release date, February 23rd, 1940. Running time, 88 minutes. Uh, I know. The Budget. perfect running time. Budget, $2.2 million. Adjusted for inflation, $40 million. That's pretty expensive. Yeah. Box office, $164 million. Adjusted for inflation, $3 billion. <laughs> A lot. Fuck you, Avengers. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You ain't made nothing till you've made Pinocchio money, my friend. Fuck you, Avengers. Fuck, Fuck you, you Avatar. Star Wars. <laughs> Fuck you, Star Wars. <laughs> Fuck you, everybody. Um, a little thing about its release. It was released in 1940, and then something happened between 1940 and 1941. For some reason, it didn't have Asian or European distribution. Oh, that's weird. So kind of, yeah, it's weird. What could that have been? And so it, it kind of cut into their overall. You know, they had to pull it early, and then, hmm. and also it featured uh, Italian characters a lot in it. Oh. And maybe, maybe everybody didn't want to see Italian characters in a movie that's right weird. then and there. Did Did we ever figure out what that was? That disrupted I don't the know European what and Asian markets like that? But they re-released it in 1945, so whatever it was must have cleared up. Interesting. By 1945. Yeah, but huh. 1945, it was all... Everything was good. Oh. And, then, <sighs> and then it made a lot of money then, in 1945. Yeah, then it made a lot of money. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Walt Disney knew a whole lot of German scientists. What? It's weird. Probably unrelated. Probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, Steve... Uh -huh. Are you ready to run, run giddily into the world of Pinocchio? I've I've got my little short pants on and my black vest to wear to school. You're, you're making me Jiminy, aren't you? My 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 little hat. Well, why don't you go ahead and do it, Pinocchio? Ah! I don't see any reason why. Well, I'm the worst conscience ever. Go ahead, go along with those strangers. Take all your clothes off, Pinocchio. <laughs> oh my God! You ready? Okay, Jiminy. <laughs> If it feels good, do it. That's what I say. <laughs> and this feels really good. No. Oh, no. We, have, we <laughs> haven't even started yet. I'm ready. <laughs> it's called grooming, little boy. Oh, no. You like it. Oh, no. <laughs> 
Are we really starting out yeah, like this? I guess we are. Hey, hey, hey. We can't help it. It's just, you know. The, we the, can't the, help it. The movie does go to some, some arguably dark places. I'm sure that'll stand up in court while we're in front of the judge. We can't help it. So, it's the way we are. You made these uh, obscene remarks while reviewing Pinocchio. <laughs> Interesting. It's our nature. We can't help yeah, it. We have to take everything and make it dirty and filthy like us. <laughs> No matter how pure and beautiful, we have to tear it down and taint it. <laughs> Are you ready I'm to ready. run into the world? Come on, let's do it. I'm ready. Okay. Steve, uh-huh. take it away. RKO Pictures presents... <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Is it going to be King Kong? No. King Kong is in this? No. I want King Kong to beat a monster. Oh, man. That's a fight. That is the great unmade Disney movie, isn't it? Monster would kick his ass. <laughs> a monster? I mean, a monster is a, is, a, is a whale. Like, he's bigger. Yeah, he would still be able to swallow King Kong. <laughs> like, he's huge. <sighs> no, we, we get we, we get the, the the title, and then yeah. we, we right away, we jump right into... Minimal, what, minimal credits. Minimal credits, and, we, and the music cues up, and we hear what eventually, very quickly, became the Walt Disney Company theme song. Uh, when, oh, yeah. When You Wish Upon a Star, as sung by mm-hmm. Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. yeah, and when we meet Jiminy Cricket, yeah. what is he doing? Uh, he's just hanging out next to a giant book <laughs> yeah. called Pinocchio. And he's like, oh, hey, hello there. Hello, folks. I'm going to be your narrator. <laughs> You're not having a hallucination. I'm a cricket that talks. I love that he actually, I thought this was very smart. He, <laughs> he describes himself in dialogue as a cricket, which is good. Because we would not know. Yeah, because the character design does not say cricket at all. No, it doesn't. He has yeah. no antenna. No. If you if you kind of cock your head to the sideways, his head looks a little grasshoppery, but that's about it. That's, like, yeah, yeah, he doesn't have legs like a cricket. Yeah. He doesn't have multiple arms. No, so. He's not eating carrion or refuse. <laughs> so it's very smart that he's like, oh, I'm just a cricket. And then we're like, ah, okay, got it. <laughs> ah. Okay. Why aren't you a black cricket? Yeah. Crickets are black. Uh, yeah, Why are you not black, Jiminy? <laughs> he, may, he even makes a point later on, right? He, he's he's not a grasshopper. Someone calls him a grasshopper and he acts yeah. offended. He's like, I'm not a grasshopper. God damn you. I'm a cricket. Yeah. Grasshoppers are lazy and shiftless. You can't trust them with <laughs> anything. Never trust a grasshopper, kids. Remember Did that. Did you read that Aesop tale? God damn it. <laughs> Remember that, Pinocchio. Never trust a grasshopper. Uh, uh-huh. anyway. What does he say? Well, he says, I'm going to tell you a story. Right, because he's singing When You Wish Upon a Star, and he's like, I bet some of you assholes don't believe that, that, yeah. that your dreams I know come you true. just walked up and met a talking cricket that sings, but, you know. <laughs> How about you drop your cynicism at the door, folks? Yeah, or fuck off. How about that? <laughs> Leave your children here and just fuck <laughs> off. You? Go watch something else. I know, why don't you guess you get drunk out in the street, you reprobates? Yeah, you, you goddamn killjoys. Let <laughs> the kids enjoy the cartoon. How about that? Uh, no, but he, he says, you know, I never used to believe that you know wishing upon a star would come true either. But then I had an experience that changed my way of thinking. And I'm going to yep, tell you all about it. It's one of these again. <laughs> it's one of these again. It's, <laughs> but it didn't start here. <laughs> right. So he opens the great big book that just so happens to be titled Pinocchio. Yeah. And and there's a that I guess he wrote. Yeah, I guess. There's a cute little bit where he has to turn like a lamp to hold the page back. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. he's like, All right, let's go. And they and he jumps into the book and we push in and it's like, Oh, now we're in the village. We're, we get a cricket eye view. Yeah, cri- yeah, that's right, it is. Yeah. We it, the camera even hops at one point. Yeah. <laughs> And then I saw a place that I think I'm going to crash and probably not uh, turn over while I'm there. (laughs) 
Looked like a pretty sweet joint. Yeah. And he hops over and he goes inside because it looks warm. And Junie's uh, not looking too good. No, he's he seems to be in kind of a hobo phase of life at this stage <laughs> in the story. So. He's a bit of a tramp. His suit is a little torn. He's wearing fingerless gloves that are a little yeah, ratty looking. Think crickets would keep themselves up a little bit yeah. better with their clothing. I, you would think. But he doesn't. No. So he's sneaking around, and who does he see? Uh, he sees, uh, does he see Geppetto at this point, or does he see the cat first? Well, first, he hops around, and he sees all the stuff that the guy's made. Oh, that's right, yeah. He, he's like a toy, a toy maker. Shop. Yeah, he's a toy maker. And he makes cuckoo clocks and toys and wind-up things and all this other stuff, and then he sees Pinocchio. Yeah, that's right, just kind of sitting there lifeless on the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no fa- I mean, he has eyes, but no face has been painted on him. He yeah. has no mouth. And uh, he must scream. No, he has no... <laughs> yeah! He has no eyebrows or anything. Right. And then an old man walks in. Yeah. And uh, he's talking to his cat. Yes, Figaro. Figaro, a little black kitten. And also he's talking to his fish, mm-hmm. Cleo, yeah. who is seductive. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it seems like she's... Uh, do the animators want us to fuck that fish? <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. I don't know about that, but I know that fish wants to fuck that cat. <laughs> that fish totally wants to fuck that cat. <laughs> and the cat isn't really totally sure how to feel about uh, it. He's sort of like, no. oh, I don't know. I don't know. That just doesn't. Uh, I don't know if I want to fuck a fish. But Geppetto's like, oh, I have to finish my Pinocchio puppet. And he paints a face on it and some eyebrows. And he's like, I love it. And he starts playing with the marionette. Yeah. And, Abusing the cat with it. <laughs> Chasing the cat around, yeah. Dancing around, and the old man's like, this is so much fun, it could only get funner if I I must go to bed. <laughs> Actually, it's not that pr- pronounced. No. It, you know, all of the clocks go off. Yeah. And there's a good joke in there. All the cuckoo clocks go off. We see all of these very unique cuckoo clocks oh, that he's made. And they're so dark. They're all really dark. They're all super <laughs> dark and and, and ba- all based around themes of death and violence. I would love one. I would love any of those cuckoo clocks if I could have that in my house. Um, and he opens his pocket watch. He goes, I wonder what time it is. Oh, God. And his pocket watch has beer steins yep. clinking. Yep, oh, it, it was does. great. It was great. Yeah. And um, it's time for bed. Yeah. And he gets into his night clothes. And there's some hijinks around the bed. Um, but uh, he, it's time for him to p- pray to his pagan god. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. The wishing star. He kneels down. Almighty wishing like, star. Like he's praying. Yeah. And then he wishes upon the wishing star. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, wishing star, please send me a woman. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> please, god. <laughs> oh, why doesn't anyone want to buy my toys? I put pants back on. <laughs> No, he doesn't. He wishes that uh, his little puppet Pinocchio would be a real boy. Because he would like to have a son. Yes. And then he goes to bed and there's some snoring hijinks and somehow Jiminy is trying to sleep, but there's so much noise. And then he says, shut up. And everything stops making noise, which is his mutant power, I guess. I guess. Or maybe it's just, you know, he's telling the story and he's like, that's totally what happened. Yeah, I have that power. <laughs> but before he can fall asleep, something else happens. Yeah. And he literally says, now what? <laughs> <laughs> this uh, unearthly blue light floats in through the window and yeah. materializes in a, a brilliant flash of light. And, and it's the blue fairy. Does she get undressed? Mm, not in this one, but in my fanfic. <laughs> 
What does she say? Uh, she says, well, she, hey, she go- fuck it. <laughs> she, she goes up to Pinocchio. She swats it off the shelf angrily. Yeah. This is What's the, the matter with you? This is what you want me to make into a real boy? This? <laughs> no, she she goes up to Pinocchio and... She, Wait a minute. What is she supposed to... Should he have left a, 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 a sickening doll made out of meat? She's, out of the... <laughs> she's just upset at... She, you know, he's a poor craftsman, you know. Uh, but she, like, uses her wand yeah. and she turns Pinocchio alive. Yeah, but she says... Okay, and he, he wakes up and he's like, holy shit, I'm... What am I'm I? Alive. What is this? <laughs> what Who have, are you? What have you done? to me uh you know, she, she 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 makes it clear that even though he is alive he is not yet a real boy he's just like a living no. puppet and if he wants to right. be a real boy and truly fulfill geppetto's wish it's up to him so already we see the blue fairy kind of passing the buck yeah she needs to be good yeah she needs to be good he needs to prove himself and follow his conscience yeah and he's like eh, what's a conscience and and she's <laughs> jiminy is hearing this exchange and he's like, okay, fuck this. Fuck it. You don't know what a conscience is? Yeah. What are you doing, Blue Fairy? Blue. How can you let this go out into the world Blue Fairy, if you have no conscience? You need to rethink this. This is a bad idea, That's Blue a Fairy. murderer, Blue Fairy. <laughs> this is a sociopath, okay? He does not. He just said he does not have a conscience. You are unleashing <laughs> a sociopath. They cut back to Pinocchio and he's drowning Figaro into Cleo's bowl. <laughs> it's funny. It's fun. It's funny. See? <laughs> Pinocchio, why are you killing a cat, huh? Oh, you are very still bad. Asleep. No. And so she t- tells Jiminy, "You're going to be his conscience." Yeah. And he's like, "Okay, fine, whatever. I'll, fine. Sure, I'll take the job." And she dings him with her magic wand, and he gets brand new clothes. Yeah. And he's like, "I want a badge too. I want a badge. I'm pushing my luck. <laughs> she's like, give me a fucking badge." She's like, "You're a demanding little fucker, ain't you?" <laughs> I just made wood come alive for a for a, for a cricket that looks suspiciously like a grasshopper. <laughs> I'm not a fucking you're, you're awfully bossy. Take that back. <laughs> and um, she says, well, you have to earn that. Right. Everything is conditional in this world. That's right. Everything is conditional yes. in this world. And so she's like, all right, well, uh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Later. she leaves. <laughs> and she takes off. And so we have a little chit-chat between Pinocchio and, and Jiminy, where uh, Jiminy tries to explain to him what uh, what philosophy is. Yeah. And it doesn't work. No, it does not go well. <laughs> He's like, well, if you follow Nietzsche, um, <laughs> there is no uh, uh, right and wrong. It's just, it's a matter of, and Pinocchio's like walking off, setting fire to everything. <laughs> <laughs> you see, morality is a social construct, Pinocchio. Like, well. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I didn't killed the man in the bed. What? <laughs> Uh-oh. But overall, Pinocchio wants to do good. Yes. Yeah, he has good intentions. Okay. He has good intentions, and Jiminy has his work cut out for him. Right. Um, but then what happens? Uh, upstairs, Geppetto hears some noises. Yeah. And he's like, God damn it. The mafia is after my toys again. Where's <laughs> my shotgun? Yeah, and he gets his gun. Yes. And he goes downstairs and he shoots the puppet theater. <laughs> Unholy abomination. <laughs> Jimmy's just standing there with his eyes open, with his mouth again. Like, oh, man, I did not think it would go down like this. Closes the book at the end and he said, I know you expected something different, but, you know. <laughs> Technically. Sometimes, kids, you just get shot in the face by your dad. <laughs> Technically, he did come to life, though, so the wish was fulfilled. Good night, folks. <laughs> but uh, Geppetto comes down. Sees that the puppet that he made has come to life. Yes. 
has an appropriate freak out. <laughs> Instantly dies of a heart attack. <laughs> it's finally happened. <laughs> My loneliness has driven me insane. Uh, but he, he eventually accepts the fact that Pinocchio is alive yeah. and that he is his son. Yeah, and he's super happy. He's very happy. Yes. And um, unless you have no heart, you really, at this point, feel more for Geppetto than you do for Pinocchio. Yeah, because he's dancing around and playing his he's so happy yeah, accordion. And, yeah. and, and apparently the Blue Fairy said he's brought joy to so many people, but he's been miserable all alone. Yeah. Or that, relatively. That's a, he's making do with pets. That's a nice dark little bit of exposition they slip in there, right? <laughs> His own life has no meaning at all, but he's brought such joy to others. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the next morning, right? Yes, time for Pinocchio to go to school. Geppetto, who has no parenting skills, decides, I'm going to send my little wooden monstrosity off to school. I'm going to pawn him off on the state. So he takes two books off of his shelf, one about wood carving from Germany, circa 1620, and a and another book of, of pornographic lithographs, and he puts them in a belt and he gives them to him. Here's some books. Go to just school. Just make it look good. Don't let him see the books. It's just, it's just for show. Yeah. Here's some books. Here's an apple. Go to school. Yeah. And he doesn't even know what school is. Shockingly, things do not go well. No, because he doesn't know where he's going, and he doesn't know what school is. No, and Jiminy Cricket does isn't even on the scene yet. Like he's still kind of asleep. Yeah, because he's bad. He's a, he's a bad conscience. Mm-hmm. So uh, he goes out there and immediately runs into. <laughs> he immediately, like literally, he turns a corner, and there are the first two villains of the film. It's it's Honest John, the the fox. Yep. And, and mm-hmm. his sidekick, Giddy. You mean two of the villains. Two of the villains, yes. Of yes. Film. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And he has such a great... Honest John has a great opening line in this. <laughs> He's like, oh, look at the young children running off to school to fill their head with knowledge. Oh, a little wooden boy. <laughs> a little wooden boy! <laughs> Honest John is a anthropomorphic talking fox. Yes. And Gideon is a... Um, I think Gideon is a cat who's had his head run over by an ox cart. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. He's also an anthropomorphic cat, but he don't say much. Yes. No. <laughs> and Honest John goes, oh, what can I do with a little wooden boy? Let me think, think, let me think. Oh, a uh, little wooden boy. Oh, if only film had been developed. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Oh, no, Honest John. No, no. He immediately thinks I could sell this to that asshole Stromboli. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, go. Come on, let's go get him. And so they go and they introduce themselves to Pinocchio. And Pinocchio's like, that's nice, I'm going to school. Right? Yeah, yeah. And they eat his apple. Yes, they and then give it back to him in a real here's your apple. A real baller <laughs> move right there. Here's your apple, kid. But they tell him why go to school. That's the chump's way to do it. Don't go to school. Exactly. Only jerks and assholes go to school, be- Pinocchio. Become an actor. I don't want to be a jerk or an asshole. Of course you don't. <laughs> There's one surefire way not to become a jerk or an asshole, and that's to become an actor. <laughs> and he's like an actor and he's like yes the, an actor the theater they, my boy the and theater they, yeah. and they sing a little song mm-hmm. and and Pinocchio's like yeah, I'm going <laughs> you've convinced and, me yay and then Jiminy wakes up he's racing after him and he's like where are you going Pinocchio going to school and he's like fuck off fuck <laughs> eat <you."> shit cricket <laughs> I'm gonna become an actor I've become an actor. I have no. <laughs> so let's let's uh, 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 ignoring the fact that a person with no conscience is going to become an actor. 
Which is, by the way, uh, which is, by the way, a great joke. It is. Yeah. Um, we cut to that night. That's right. He's boy. That didn't take long, did it? No, and Stromboli's there, and he's got, you know, he's a big old guy, and he introduces, this is a puppet show that you won't fucking believe. Everybody better just lay down on the fucking ground right now, because you're not going to believe. Your eyes want to show you what's going to come out from behind this stage. It's going to be so fucking amazing. You're going to give me all your money, and you'll probably faint or throw up or something. <laughs> it's actually pretty disturbing. Just be ready it's for ag- I <laughs> There will be extreme <laughs> reactions. He will haunt your dreams tonight. Oh, boy, here we go. (laughs) And he introduces Pinocchio. The curtain opens. Pinocchio starts to sing, and he falls flat on his face. Yes, he does. And 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 the audience flees in terror. And then uh, he starts doing the musical number. Yeah. Which is singing, I have no strings. Yeah, which, by the way, good on Stromboli for being able to write and choreograph an entire show around Pinocchio in, like, an afternoon. Well, it's kind of obvious he's using the puppets he has in stock. Yeah, yeah. So he used what he had. Also, good on Stromboli for being able to do that French girl's voice. Yeah. he's And the other voice, the women's voices, because he's working alone. Say, say what you will about him as a human being, but he is a very talented performer. Yes, he is. Um, and so they get through the whole thing, and everyone throws money. And and Jiminy's there, and he's like, oh, what's going on? And then he's like, oh, I guess you don't need me no more. Oh, he's popular. He's a famous actor. <laughs> he's popular. That means it's good. I'll tell, go tell Geppetto that the son he had for a total of seven or eight hours is gone forever. <laughs> You've lost him I'm to good. the acting bug. I'm... Where's my fucking badge? <laughs> <laughs> right. And that night, Stromboli is going through the money, eating everything, like an onion yeah. and a... And a sausage and he's so happy and Pinocchio's sitting across from him going okay well this is gonna be great I'm gonna be famous I'll go home and tell my dad yeah. and he's like oh what did you say <laughs> no 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 here I'm gonna lay this out for you little boy <laughs> just so there's no misunderstanding from this point forward you're gonna work for me until I'm tired of you and then I'm gonna chop you up into firework <laughs> And that's your destiny. Congratulations. Mommy! (laughs) Why did the bad man say he was going to chop Pinocchio into firewood? Because Pinocchio was a bad little boy just like you. So don't become an actor, you understand? Yeah, yeah. this is what happens to all actors. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Jiminy is like, well, gosh, I guess you don't need me no more. After I get my badge, I'm going to hang myself. And he's like, but I may as well, you know, wish him luck. Yeah, yeah. Stromboli is beating cheeks. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's, he's leaving, leaving town, town in his, yeah. In his cart. And uh, Pinocchio jumps in, and what does he see, Steve? Well, he, he sees Pinocchio in a, locked in a birdcage, hanging from the ceiling yeah. of the car. And he's like, oh, I told you, you fuck. Uh, well, actually, I wasn't there. This is my fault. This is all my fault. <laughs> and he's like, and they're both like, we can't get out of here. And they're both crying. Right, because Jiminy actually crawls inside the lock that is securing the yeah. cage, but he can't figure out how to get He says, it must be he one of those new models. <laughs> right. And he, they climb up there, and he says, well, at least it's not raining. And guess who shows up again? Well, it's well, it's the Blue Fairy shows up again. Okay. Yeah. The Blue Fairy comes in and said, Jesus She's Christ. like, I've got to bail your ass out of this already. Okay, I already know what you did, but just to prove a point, <laughs> Pinocchio, <laughs> how did you get here? And Pinocchio goes, and Jiminy's like, you need to tell her. Yeah, tell her the truth. And he's like, I don't need to listen to you, stupid bug. <laughs> and, and he's like, then fuck yourself. <laughs> Go ahead. Go with that. See what happens. 
See what happens. I'm not getting chopped into firewood. <laughs> I saw a dead pigeon on the way in that I'm going to eat. You don't. I'm good. I have new clothes. That's what I do. I'm a cricket. I'm a cricket. What do you think we do, man? <laughs> and so he turns around and tells the blue fairy that the reason why he's locked up in a cage is because he was go cuz she asked him why aren't you in why didn't you go to school and he's like uh because uh on my way to school i uh saw some nuns and they were on fire <laughs> and i put them out and uh, after i put them out god said you're such a good little boy and i said thank you god and and then i was walking to school and then uh an ox that was made out of solid gold jumped into the middle of the road and chased me all the way to asia and then when i was in asia i didn't know how to get back to school so this man said that i thought i was a bird because he's crazy and he sold me to another guy uh -huh. and now that's how i'm here mm. and his nose is like out the window and <laughs> like dragging because his nose starts his to no grow yeah, as he every, lies. every time he lies his nose grows a little more and eventually it's got a bird's and, nest on the end of it yeah because at some point one of the animators said this this looks really foul. Yeah, we got it. We got to <laughs> do so. It's got to, we got to make it clear that it's a branch, okay? So let's let's do some disturbing things. Like the more he lies, he can produce yeah, life. There's eggs and birds <laughs> on the end of the fucking so, nose. The more he lies, first it's like uh, longer and it's got a couple little twigs and a leaf on it. Then it gets really long and it's got branches and a bird's nest with two eggs inside of yeah. it that hatch and there are little chicks and then the leaves turn orange with autumn and the birds fly away and at some point those birds have to explain to their children where they came from <laughs> and i have no idea what they're fucking gonna tell their little chicklets. look kids your guess is as good as mine we just suddenly appeared inside of some wooden place. <laughs> At least. And there was a glowing blue lady, a talking cricket, and a little wooden human. And we were in his nose? At least you have parents. We don't. We don't even have parents. <laughs> but their existential crisis aside... Pinocchio decides, okay, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to lie anymore. Right. And the blue fairy is like, that's my point, stupid. <laughs> the more you lie, the, the more, what is it? The, the more It grows and grows until it's as plain as the nose on your the face. nose on your face with birds. You little piece of shit. I gave you life, I gave you life. This is what you, you've and been alive for a day. <laughs> a day. And you're already lying. <laughs> Do you want to break that poor old man's heart? <laughs> and they're like, oh, we don't want to do that, right? No. Oh, we skipped over something. Oh, what? If we already didn't feel bad for Japan. Oh, that's right, yeah. As the cart was leaving town in a driving rainstorm, mm. we see Geppetto wrapped in a coat and a lantern calling for Pinocchio. Yes, walking the streets forlornly, looking for his lost puppet. With that great one where he shouts for Pinocchio right when the cart passes by yeah. and thunder covers his car. Right. So they don't. Yeah. And so they're like, well, let's get out of here. And they go, great. And they get out. Yeah, the blue fairy opens up the lock and she disappears again. And she's like, I'm not helping you again. I'm not, I don't care what the <laughs> I, fuck I swear to God, I'm not helping you one more time. That's right. So fine. Go. And they go. But... We cut to um, Red Lobster. Yeah, yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> 
And in the Red Lobster is Honest John and Giddy and um a guy in a red coat yeah. called the Coachman. Yeah. And Honest John is bragging about how much money he got for selling the little wooden boy. Yeah. And it's not that he much. Pretty, it's yeah, like it's like a little bag, cool. which is hilarious. Yeah, and they're all drinking beer and whatnot. And the coachman's like, me, <laughs> he's evil. Yeah. He's oh. evil, everyone. Oh, yes. And oh boy, <laughs> there's a line in here. <laughs> and he's like, well, I have a, I have a proposition that'll make you lots of money. And then he brings out this huge bag of gold, and they're like, what? And he says, well, I take all the naughty little boys, and and then he starts whispering into honest, honest John's ear. And we don't don't hear what he's saying. No. It could be any number of absolutely horrifying yeah. oh, things that he's going to do with those. Your imagination kind of goes places, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. Especially afterwards, <sighs> when he says, "And then I take them to Paradise Island, oh, pl- Pleasure Island, <laughs> Pleasure, pleasure Island, Island. Which, Sorry, is, pleasure which Island. sounds even worse." Which horrifies these two con men to the point that they're grasping each other. Yes. <laughs> and he says, and Honest John says, don't, what, what, the law. <laughs> Apparently there's a law about going to, going to this island. Mm. And he says, <laughs> he says, what if the boys get away and talk? And, and the coachman goes, oh, they won't be coming back as boys. Yeah, which is. <laughs> What? And his face turns bright red. I'm sorry. What did he say? Mommy! <laughs> I peed and are they coming back as girls? <laughs> just just watch the movie. Just shut up. Just shut up. I don't, well, mommy. I don't know. I don't know how to answer your question, okay? I don't know. It's 1940. I've never seen this either. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to turn out. We're in this together now, okay? Okay. <laughs> anyway, so Pinocchio is walking back, and who does he run into again? Well, uh, well, wouldn't you know it? He runs back into Honest John. Uh huh. What, what do they do? They say, "What you want to go to Pleasure Island, kid?" And he's like, "Sure." And they it's leave. A lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and I mean, that's Pinocchio's what a little bit more steadfast about going home. No, I'm going right. home. And they're like, "No, you're not." And he's like, "No, I'm not." And then they go. <laughs> And, and again, Geppetto is separated from Pinocchio, right? Right. And he gets into the coach with the coachman, which filled with tons of rowdy boys. Oh, like yeah. Tons of them. And Honest John and, and uh, Giddy get paid for this monstrous act that they are that they are performing. <laughs> yep. And uh, the coachman, with a coach that's led by what, Steve? Uh, donkeys. Yeah, with donkeys. Yeah. Leads hmm. them to a boat, and the boat goes to... Goes to Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island. And uh, Jiminy's trying to catch up to him, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's Pleasure Island like, Steve? It's like a big old carnival where the kids can just do whatever they want. That whole place is filled with alphas. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they can, and they can, they can eat and drink and smoke. And like uh, the there, cu- like a- the smoking thing is literally someone throwing cigars out to everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a house that's there just to be destroyed. That's right, just to break yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, they can drink as much as they want. And, and Jiminy's like, oh, God, I wish I was human just for once. This looks awesome. Oh, this looks really, really great. <laughs> Meanwhile, the coachman is like, <laughs> <laughs> that's Not right. The door. <laughs> that's right, you pack of alphas. You just keep drinking and smoking. Thank God they're all kids. 
and yeah. not teenagers because there would be oh, other the, things. There was, well, and, and there would be other things, and also there would probably be some deaths. Yeah. There's a they, place, would be, they would kill each other. There's a place called the Rough House where everyone can beat each other up. Yeah. And uh, it gets quiet. We cut, and it's very quiet, right? Yeah. And uh, we meet Lampwick. Yeah, he's Pinocchio's buddy. Yeah, he's his best friend. His best friend. And they're playing Sorry, pool. Sorry, Jiminy. They're drinking and playing pool, and Jiminy's like, you got to come back. And, and he's like, oh, I can't leave Lampwick. He's my best friend. And Jiminy's like, whoa, what'd you fucking say? Huh? I, excuse me? <laughs> Could you say that again, asshole? <laughs> you've, this guy that you've known for five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> no offense. Five minutes? And he's like, okay, fine. Fuck all y'all. I'm leaving. Okay? Well, great. And Jiminy's <laughs> walking through the deserted Pleasure Island, and he sees a spooky door, and he goes into the spooky door. And what does he see, Steve? What does he see? He sees the coachman, and he's rounding up a bunch of donkeys that are wearing people clothes. Yeah, and he's like, that's weird. Huh, and funny. he has all these henchmen that are dressed like ring wraiths. And, <laughs> yeah. and they hmm. drag a donkey towards the coachman, and the to- coachman asks the donkey what his name is, and he goes hee-haw, and then he tears the donkey's clothes off and throws yeah. into a box that says salt mines. Yeah, Next to a funny. box that says the circus. The circus, and yeah. next to a box that says dog food. And <laughs> so <laughs> it's bad, it's bad. And then they drag Glue. An- another donkey that's wearing like a little kid sailor outfit in front of the coachman. And he says, what's your name? And what does the donkey say? I, well, he, I can't remember what he says his he name says, is, but he says his name. He says, name his is name. Francis. France, yeah, he's he and he can speak, and, and uh, the coachman says, "This one still and knows how to I talk." I want my mama. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, poor little donkey. And he's yeah, like, "This and, one and, can talk," and he throws that one into a separate pen with other donkeys that presumably can also talk because yeah. they still have their clothes on. And that's when Jiminy figures out that now he's in a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the ter- turns out there's a dark side to this pleasure <laughs> island. That's right. They're all turned into donkeys for the lucrative donkey market. <laughs> you, you didn't see that shit coming, did you? I don't even want to know how much it costs to maintain Pleasure Island, considering that the new batch of kids just fucked the whole place up. But apparently, there is profit to be made by selling I just, donkeys. I just, I just love that this coachman has access to a potion that can transmute humans into animals. Yep. And his way of monetizing it is kidnapping children, <laughs> taking them to an island, right. and turning them into donkeys, and then selling the donkeys. Exactly. Like, exactly. There's a chain of... I, like, I just, it's like, well, how else am I supposed to he's use a, it? Like, he's a sick fuck, Steve. He he's enjoys a bad man. every minute of this. He's a I'm, bad I'm man. I'm sure he started off by selling apple pies... In a town square only to little kids. <laughs> but it was a fucking hassle to have to go to each one of their houses to pick up the donkey. <laughs> so he said, I'm getting them all together. I'm going to build this this I'm spiking park. their beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Pinocchio freaks out and runs back to Pinocchio. And then we cut to uh, Lampwick. And he's like, your beetle's full of shit. Yeah, fuck that talking beetle. Yeah, fuck him. And uh, he, so all of a sudden, he sprouts giant donkey ears. Yeah, and, and he starts hee-hawing a little bit, too. Pinocchio, not yet. Pinocchio puts his beer aside. <laughs> Lampwick turns to the other side of the pool table, leans over it, and all of a sudden, he grew a tail. Oh, and Pinocchio funny. throws his cigar away. And then when he turns back to face Pinocchio, he's got a donkey face. Oh. And Pinocchio thinks, 
thinks it's funny and he laughs, but what comes out is he, he, yeah. Donkey Bray. He, he, uh. And then Lampwick goes, hey, that's funny. And he says, hey, what are you laughing at? And he's like, you look like a donkey. And he's like, fuck, I do. And he, he laughs. And then he has a donkey laugh and he still has human hands and he touches his face. And then he looks in a mirror and panics, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. He says things like, I've been framed, which I don't understand what that what? means. <laughs> what, what are you... Yeah, like, what? What have you been framed for, Lampwick? <laughs> what, have you, what did you do? <laughs> and then in one of probably one of the more chilling things from Disney, he grabs at Pinocchio, desperate, and then his hands turn into hooves. Yes. And as he's screaming for Mama, he turns completely into a donkey. Yes. In shadow. That's right, and yeah. And then he starts hee-hawing and smashing everything with his legs, because he's in full panic mode now. And then Jiminy's like, what the fuck? Who's your best friend now? Yeah. Is, it, is it me? <laughs> hmm? Go ahead. Say it one more say time. It, say okay. it a little louder. Say it a little louder. I can hear you this time. Yeah. <laughs> Pinocchio yeah, has right. also grown a tail and ears. Donkey ears, yeah. 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 He's like, we need to get out of here. And so they get out. <laughs> time to go. They climb up a cliff and they say, we got to jump. And they jump into the ocean. And they wind up back in the town, right? They climb yeah. up and they go home. And he's like, father, father. Um, mistakes were made. I uh, did a bunch of bad stuff, but I'm totally good now, and I'm sorry. Hello? Please and don't ask about the ears. Run upstairs, and they find a limp body and a <laughs> shotgun that still smells of gunpowder. <laughs> oh, no. He Ernest Hemingway. Like, <laughs> the pets have been nailed to the wall. <laughs> oh, this is he dark. Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket turns to the camera and says, Oh, I forgot it, I forgot it got this right. dark, kids. I'm so. sorry. Haha, <laughs> 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 but I'm still alive. <laughs> when you wish. Come on, everybody sing. Come on. Pinocchio can't die. <laughs> he has to live with this forever. <laughs> Cut to 2020. Pinocchio <laughs> is still alive. <laughs> yeah. All right, no, that didn't happen. It's just empty, no. right? Everybody's gone. Yeah, Geppetto and, and Figaro and Cleo have left. They're gone. And yes. he's Jiminy's like, I don't believe this, but they'll probably be back. Pinocchio, see? They'll be back. And Pinocchio's like, oh, this is all my fault. And he's like, yeah, from, yeah it is. Well, pretty much, yeah. I could have helped you more. I could have been better. I wasn't, but I could have been. There's a lot of blame but, to go around. But you made those choices, Pinocchio. You made those choices. <laughs> and you have to live with those. When the blueberry comes back to kill us, I'm blaming everything on you. <laughs> I'm not taking the heat for this. I don't buy myself. But then a magical blue dove comes. Yeah, that's right. Technically not the blue fairy. Technically not the blue fairy helping out. <laughs> right. And drops, yeah, dro drops a note. Drops some exposition. Exactly. Points them in the right direction plot-wise. Drops and, down uh, stuff the animators did want to animate. <laughs> in case you're wondering what happened to your dad, <laughs> he wandered off and somehow, not going into details, got swallowed by a giant whale. Monstro, yeah. The, yeah. Monstro, yes. Even even the fucking land cricket has heard about Monstro. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit. No, 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 he no, no. He can swallow ships whole. He's, uh, he's oh, uh... We're not fucking with Monstro. <laughs> no, 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 no. And Pinocchio stands right up, and he walks right to the cliff's edge of the ocean and starts tying a rock around his tail. And Jiminy's like, well, you don't have to go this far, Pinocchio. I'm sure he's still alive. And he's like, nope. 
what he is, he's decided to do, he's going to do the brave thing. And yeah. he's going to go under, the, he's going to go into the bottom of the sea and find Monstro and he's going to save Geppetto. Right. And he hasn't thought through the he details says, yet. But. Goodbye, Jiminy. And Jiminy is like, you're not doing this by yourself. <laughs> and jumps on the rock and they jump into the water. And they start shouting for Geppetto underwater. Underwater. <laughs> and there's some fish hijinks. Oh yeah, and everybody's heard of Monstro. Oh yeah, they, there's a there's a a running gag where yeah every every group of sea creatures they ask about Monstro they immediately turn and flee. Right. Yeah. But eventually, what happens, Steve? Well, eventually, uh, there's Monstro. <laughs> he's he's on the bottom. He's just sitting there on he's the bottom just of the sitting ocean. There sleeping. And uh, th- there's and and Geppetto is is in his belly. Yeah. Living yeah. on a ship that he swallowed. Right, right. And it's miserable. And, and they're starving because they ate all the fish. That's right. Except for Cleo. Except for, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleo's there in her bowl. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Geppetto's like, well, no more fish. I guess we're just going to slowly starve. Sorry. Never should have wished for children. No. <laughs> should have wished for cake. It's irresponsible. I know that now. <laughs> But um, then Pinocchio and Jiminy get inside of Monstro. Right, because Monstro gets hungry and, and swallows a whole big fish. school of fish. Yeah, and yeah. they were there. Yeah. And uh, Geppetto and, and Pinocchio are like, yay, you're alive, and now we get to die inside of this. Because in- here's what happens. When Monstro opens his mouth to catch fish, Geppetto, being the man that he is, is ready for it, right? That's right. He's catching those fish left and right. That's right. Because they're going to eat. And oh boy, it's tuna. Yeah. And then he catches he catches Pinocchio. And he's and like, I'm sorry, Pinocchio. I have to eat you. Those are the rules. <laughs> I throw you in the tuna fish basket. Oh, no. I have to eat you now. And he's like, oh, we're all going to die here. We're all going to, we're all going to die. This is the worst wish ever. The stomach acids of this great whale will eventually even break you down, Pinocchio. I'm sorry. <laughs> But Pinocchio gets a great idea. Yeah, that's right. He's going to start a fire. Uh-huh. He's like, no, ma- make it bigger. More yeah. fire. It'll cleanse us all. <laughs> Burn it all, Papa. When we stand in heaven in front of the blue fairy, <laughs> we'll be clean. <laughs> oh, sounds good to me. But that's not his idea, is it? No, his idea is you build a big enough fire with, a, with enough smoke and, and it'll make the whale sneeze. Right. And then when he sneezes, they can get out. Right. And so then we have this fantastic sequence of them trying to paddle up to the opening of the mouth of monster's mouth while he's inhaling trying to uh getting ready to sneeze and the the thing that i love about the sequence i don't care it's not the end i'm gonna put it in there is how well they depict him inhaling to sneeze with those birds that are desperately trying to escape from him and every time he breathes in they get sucked back a little bit more yeah 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 and then finally he sneezes, and they're like, "Yay, we got out!" And then he inhales, and they go back in again. <laughs> they they're going back in, yeah. And then he sneezes uh, really hard, and they get away. And they're like, "Yay!" Yeah. And then Monster goes, "Oh no, you didn't!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, nobody gets away from Monstro. And he says, "Oh, see, I told you he'd be mad. Now he's going to kill us." <laughs> Good job. Good job, Pinocchio. And he dives under the water and knocks them over. And, and, and oh, that one where he banks hard in the ocean yeah. to turn around to come and get him. And uh, and when he comes cresting over that wave to dive, and they paddle backwards, it's a lot of ocean foo. 
Yeah. But they paddle backwards to miss him. He misses them, but his fluke comes down and destroys the, the raft. Yeah. Pinocchio's okay, but Geppetto is an old man, and he's clinging on to some of the debris, and he's like, no, you go. Save yourself, Pinocchio, and he goes under the water. And we're like, what? <laughs> oh, shit. This got dark. Again. Got dark. <laughs> He grabs, uh, Pinocchio grabs him and starts swimming for a little cave in the cliffside, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's swimming for, and he's right up on top of it, and then the fucking waves come in, and he can't get in it, and Monstro's coming, and he's, like, <laughs> making the noise. He's, it's like he's filled with hell as he's coming towards them. <laughs> and um, they get inside of the cave hole, and then Monstro smashes into the into the cliff, and the pressure from his slam spurts water all over the place, and there we see Geppetto. Yeah. And then another wave comes in, and oh, there's Cleo and, and, and Figaro, and they're alive. Yay. Oh, good. And Pinocchio's there, and he's alive. Hooray! Well. Don't tell me they showed what is basically a little dead boy on the beach, Steve. They didn't do it. They didn't. They didn't go there, did they? They, they pretty they, much did. They didn't yeah. show us Pinocchio face down in water in this oh. children's movie, did they? Oh, they did. <laughs> oh, they did. They showed us Pinocchio's dead body. Rated G. <laughs> another Walt Disney classic. Mommy! <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said Pinocchio couldn't die. <laughs> well, I didn't think he could! <laughs> So we're back at Geppetto's house. Yeah. Oh, Geppetto's all bummed out about this. Oh, he is. He's not happy. He's not happy at all. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? And neither is Jiminy. He's still alive. Right, right. And, uh, well, the, the blue fairy shows back up. Does she? Uh, does, yeah. Does, or, or, or does, or no, she, the, the, we just see, like, the magic, right? Yeah. Just the, yeah. And uh, she's like, well, I guess you've done enough. Mm-hmm. You've you've suffered enough, Pinocchio. Yeah. I guess you can come back to life. And what the hell? I'll make you a real boy. Yeah. And he, so and Pinocchio he wakes up, and he's not a puppet anymore. He's a real little boy. And he's like, "Father, father, I'm alive." And I love this line because yeah. you're sad at this point. Yeah. Because you love Geppetto, not so much Pinocchio. And he says, "Lay me back down, Pinocchio. You're dead." <laughs> yes, he does. It's such a great line. <laughs> And he's like, no, I'm not, you dipshit. Look at me. Look over here. Just open your goddamn eyes, old man. I'm alive and I'm real. And he's like, whoop-a-doo. I haven't been driven insane by the events of the last two days. (laughs) I don't pee my pants when I see more than a gallon of water. (laughs) I'll never eat fish again. Everything's fine. (laughs) Everyone's happy. Figaro kisses Cleo, and I guess they have yeah. sex at some point. I guess, yeah. And everyone's dancing around and happy, and Jiminy looks out at the window and thanks the Blue Fairy. Yeah. Right? And what happens? He gets his gold badge. 24 carat. Solid yep, gold. He's, he's an official conscience now. That's right. <laughs> because yeah, that's because that's that's an office you can hold, I apparently. guess, in this weird pantheon of gods. <laughs> And the movie's over. Yay. Yay. So, Steve. Yes. I know how much you love fantasy. I know how much <laughs> you love children's movies. Oh, yeah. What did you think of the 1940 mm-hmm. Disney classic, mm-hmm. Pinocchio? Hmm. <laughs> um, I had actually not, I had never seen it all the way through. That's what you told me, yeah. Uh, before, before, we, before I watched it for this. And I have to say... Uh, 
I mean, it's it is as we talked about at the the beginning of the of the show. It is spoken about by some people, by many people, as one of the pinnacles, if not the pinnacle of Western animation, mm-hmm. and, and certainly the pinnacle of Western animation of this generation. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I how can you argue with that? Like it's. <laughs> It's it's one of the most visually stunning films I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's beautifully designed and drawn and Their animated. Backgrounds. The backgrounds oh, for this alone. Every oh, well, that's the 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 thing that makes one just. And I I've only watched it once, so yeah. on it, but but yeah. I think I noticed a lot of things while I was watching it. And one of the things that to me spoke to the genius of the animation. It it wasn't just the obvious bits like you know i mean it, it it's good at at every level like the, yeah. the, the you know the character movements are really convincing and smooth and they have really great comic timing that rests a lot on the animation in a movie like this but also things just little things that you don't even think of that you take for granted like camera movements mm-hmm. you know pans and tracking shots and and there are there are multiple sh- scenes in this movie where, where the camera pushes in through multiple layers of yeah. foreground and background and and that's all done that's all animation like there there is no camera it's all simulated through the drawings mm-hmm. and and it's 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 done beautifully mm-hmm. like the film is it, technically the film is a marvel yeah, it's it just fantastic uh, the voice acting is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, every actor is perfectly cast, and they're delivering terrific performances. And because of the animation, even the mute characters yeah. come across very well, like Figaro, the cat, and mm-hmm. Cleo, and Giddy. Like they they come across very well, and and give us a strong impression of what their personalities are. And that's really really important because this is a very simple story. Oh yeah, and a story this simple needs to have very strongly drawn characters, and this film does. And they're drawn well, both visually and dramatically. Mm-hmm. If I want to be a dick and I want to criticize something about it, I could say that it does. The, in, in certain points, I feel like it stumbles a little in terms of the writing, uh, particularly yeah. after the first act. Uh, the dialogue is great for the whole thing. The dialogue is fantastic. And some yeah. of the jokes in here are just awesome. Um, and the first act, structurally, I think is actually really, really well written. It's a model of efficient setup and introduction. I mean, mm-hmm. we meet all the major characters. We learn what the situation is. We get Pinocchio from just regular puppet to living puppet. And we get Jiminy established as his conscience. And this all happens like in the space of a few minutes. It's really remarkable how yeah. efficiently we get everything set up. And yet it doesn't feel rushed because the script also uses humor in a really smart way mm-hmm. to pull us in and sort of keep us interested as all of this stuff is happening really, really fast on screen. Um, so it's very well done. But then I feel like there are a couple points after Pinocchio goes out into the world mm-hmm. where the story drags a little bit, where it's there, there, there are certain, especially some of the comedy bits, as, as even though they're exquisitely animated, um, they overstay their welcome a little bit. Some of the slapstick with Honest John and Giddy goes on a little too long. I mean, mm-hmm. some of it is great, but some of it goes on a little too long. Mm-hmm. The sequence where when they're, when they, when they go into the sea to look for Geppetto before they actually find him and where all the, the fish are swimming away every time they mention Fiddler. Monstro. It's yeah, that, that yeah, that that goes on a little a little long. Mm-hmm. And also I had a weird uh, an interesting reaction to the 
the uh, the Pinocchio's nose growing bit because like that's the most famous bit in the movie. Right. Everybody knows if you know two things about Pinocchio, you know that he's a little wooden boy who came to life and his nose grows when he lies. Yeah. And I was surprised watching the movie the first time how that is such a tiny part of the movie. Like that's, it is. That's that's literally one scene. So I had this weird, but I think that that scene drags a little bit. Like I feel like the the shtick that they, I mean, they, I, they have a nice idea of building the shtick with the nose, mm-hmm. where you know first it, it grows and then there's the leaves and then there's the bird's nest yeah. and then the leaves die. Like it's it's a nice idea, but I feel like it just kind of it's like all right, we're spending a lot of time on this. Um, so I feel like I have this simultaneous reaction of it feels both too short. And and too long, you know, because I was expecting it just to be a more a bigger part of the movie. You wanted um, it to be more impactful, to live up that, to the yeah. reputation, because it is right. technically the most famous part it's, of yeah. this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's one At of those at least the most that, referenced. Oh yeah, and it's that that shot of Pino- that of Pinocchio's initial sort of reaction of shock when he realizes that his nose is growing, mm-hmm. like that that shot of him sort of being taken aback and going like, "Whoa, what the hell?" Like that's that's sort of the shorthand of this entire movie. That's the mm-hmm. clip that they show when they reference Pinocchio. Um, but and so that I, I had that reaction to that, and also you know. Uh, they call her the blue fairy, but really she's the plot fairy. You know, yeah, she she's shows the plot up. Fairy. She shows up when, when when they need to move the plot forward. But but honestly, those those I mean, the good outweighs the bad. Like those are the things I would say critical of it. But you know, the good vastly outweighs the bad. Mm. I, I as 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 someone who is not necessarily the biggest fan of, of movie musicals, I appreciate the way music is used in this. Yeah. There really there there aren't that many big musical numbers. Most mm. of the musical numbers are actually diagnosed. Like, when you wish upon a star is a good song. When you wish it's upon just... a star is a good song. Yeah, and it's a good song, and and it's introduced sort of outside the narrative. Like yeah. we we're establishing that Jiminy is speaking, is breaking the fourth wall, and is speaking to us as a narrator. So it doesn't have that musical problem where people just drop everything and start singing for no reason. Uh, there really isn't a scene like it. Maybe Jiminy's song to Pinocchio when he first becomes his conscience falls into that category. But for the yeah. most part, most of the music is it makes sense within the story. Right. Um, and it, uh, you know, and and is clever, it's funny, and you know, is largely brief. <laughs> so I count that in the good column. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, you know, the story has a simplicity and a purity of heart that I would have hated as a cynical teenager. <laughs> But now um, it hits you, doesn't it? Now, as a sentimental adult in the final month of his 30s, <laughs> um, <laughs> I do. I find it irresistible. I, I really, really like this movie a lot. And I, I feel like I, because I was so cynical back then, I am glad that I didn't watch it back then because I feel like that would have prejudiced me against it. Right. You know, the fact that I waited this long to watch it and I can watch it now with an, with an open mind as an adult for the first time, I feel like I can appreciate it a lot more. And yeah, I, I think it's terrific. I think it's yeah. great. Um, yeah. I agree. I uh, long time listeners on the show know that this is my favorite animated Disney film, um, and it's it's his second one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like he's still working out the kinks. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> but this movie also let him do things that no other animators animators wanted to attempt, and they worked hard on this movie. That's why there are so many sequential directors in on this is because they had specific jobs that they needed to do. They were doing new things with special effects in films. Every time the blue fairy would appear or disappear or magic would happen, they'd have special animators that would be working on those effects. But here are the things that stand out on a technical level for me. Their backgrounds are lush. 
They look like they've been painted with oil paint. The way they paint wood and textures in this is has not been... If you take a look at some of their other movies, like The Jungle Book and things like that, they have good backgrounds, but nothing that compares to Pinocchio. And Pinocchio's backgrounds look better than a lot of the CGI animated movies that are coming out now. They're just deeply rich and so well textured. Mm. And uh, it's something that... Uh, can get overlooked in a lot of movies. Backgrounds like that took a lot of time. And you have to remember, they had to paint a different background every time they would switch to a different scene. It's not yeah. like, it's not a set. They just can't shoot a different part of it. Um, their character animation is fantastic, with the exception of the Blue Fairy, which they rotoscoped. And I don't like rotoscoping, but it was something that they, they did. They did a lot more in, in Snow White than they did in this one. Um, Pinocchio is they they remember that he's made of wood that he has joints and they they allow the animators to explore what that means when he when when Geppetto tells him to turn around and let me have a look at you his body turns around but his head stays in place <laughs> yeah you know <clears throat> the sequence with Monstro all of that water is hand animated and they were working with two different animation teams. The team that was animating Monstro and the team that was just hand animating frame by frame water, as specifically the ocean. That shit was not easy. There's a reason why this movie cost this amount of money is because you were paying animators by the hour. <laughs> and so that was something that had not really been done in any other movie, any other short. You know, um, they wanted that water to look as realistic as they could get it. And they did a really great job. The whole sequence with Monstro in, you know, sneezing with all of the smoke. They were contending with animating smoke, animating those birds that kept getting sucked back in, and animating water that was going back in. And then you cut to Geppetto and, and Pinocchio on the water, you know, going up waves, going down other sides of waves. All of that water is hand animated, and it's not something that we're going to see because now when you want an ocean, you press ocean button on your computer and you get an ocean that you can play with. Right. Um, so animation-wise, I'm not gonna. It's it's so well animated, and a lot of these characters are so unique. But what well, one of the reasons that makes this one of my favorite animated Disney films is that it's unlike almost all of the other Disney films that we are familiar with. There's no princess, right? Now let me say something about that. He made Snow White, who's technically not a princess, and he didn't know, do another movie with a princess in it until 19 until the 1950s. Right. So this whole right. Disney princess thing is something that was manufactured after Disney, really starting in the 1990s, because they really, you know, they wanted to build up the toy line or God knows mm. what else. <laughs> but that's what most people associate with it. So what happens in Pinocchio? Uh, Wooden Boy is brought back, is, 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 is made alive, and he wants to become a real boy. And if he behaves well, he'll become a real boy. I don't want to get into the metaphor of that, but <laughs> which basically says if you're good, you're a real little boy. And if you're bad, you're garbage and we'll throw you away. But <laughs> what happens to the villains in this movie, Steve? Uh, as far as we see, nothing really happens to him. Nothing. Nothing. Honest John makes money off of Pinocchio twice. Yeah, and, and gets second, away with it. And the second time he makes money off off of him, he's doing something deeply wrong. But they don't have any comeuppance. There's no, no cutscene where Honest John and Giddy are in the are being locked up or hanging from a from a you know a, a, a gibbet somewhere in town. <laughs> <laughs> what about the coachman? That's every dead. As far as he's concerned, this is business as usual for him. Yeah. Nothing happens to him. They 
they don't go, we've got to rescue all the boys and turn them back. It's not that kind of movie. No. They're escaping with their lives, right? Yep. And nothing really happens to Monstro. <laughs> he no, smacks not into the cliffside, but I mean, there's no scene of Monstro dying and sinking to the bottom of the ocean. The overall, uh, I think kind of the overall point of the thing is, is you need to be careful because there are bad people out in the world that will take advantage of you. Stromboli, Stromboli yeah. makes a, sh- a shit ton of money in the town and he, he just rides off. You know, they don't say, let's slit his throat and let's knock over his cart. <laughs> one of, no. That's one of the reasons why I really do like this. The other reason, and, it, and I'll, I'll use this scene as, as the, the moment when Pinocchio gets up immediately to go get his dad is the moment that you realize that Pinocchio has changed because he's realized that what he's done has now endangered another person. In other words, right. he finally has empathy. Right. right. He has a conscience for real. And when he walks off, he walks off different than we've ever seen him walk animated before. He's walking away with purpose. And he walks up to the cliffside, and as he's, like he said, as he's tying off the, uh, tying his tail around that rock, he says, goodbye, Jiminy. And at that moment when Jiminy says, you don't think you're doing this by yourself, and jumps onto the rock, you buy it. You got Mm -hmm. it. They may not be defeating the villains, but they're still heroes in a way. They've changed and developed, right? Yep. It's not major change. It's not catastrophic change. But have the ending of the movie being a father and son dancing around in a toy shop we don't get that anymore. <laughs> no, everything has to be epic now. Everything has to be epic. The stakes have to be super high. Yeah. You know, but I, I have not seen a Disney movie that has such a gripping scene as when Monstro is chasing them at the end, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that the other movies that uh, other animation studios that have been, been producing late, lately are bad. I don't, I don't think that at all. But I think that Pinocchio was a little bit ahead of its time because... They were intentionally not making un- not making the same exact thing that they made the last the last movie they made made them a shit zillion dollars. Oh yeah, and they could have easily said, "Okay, let's do Sleeping Beauty now." They like the princess thing and all that other stuff, um, but they didn't. Instead, they went with this Italian you know children's book that some people knew about, not everybody. Yeah. Um, granted, they heavily modified it because if they had gone with Pinocchio in the books, it would have gotten way darker. Than, than what Disney <laughs> presented. Um, but overall, I think story-wise, it gives us exactly what we need. Yes, there are a couple of draggy parts that do feel like filler because they wanted to get it to at least 88 minutes. Mm. Um, but it's a beautiful, beautiful, terrific film. So, Steve, classic or not classic? Oh, classic. Easily. Agreed. Yeah. Classic. All right. Steve, uh-huh. you have something you don't want to recommend? <laughs> I do. I do. You know, much like our uh, Transformers review a couple of episodes ago, <laughs> I I knew going in, uh, assuming that I liked the movie, which I did, thankfully, I knew going in that if I liked the movie, there was only one movie that I could not recommend for okay. Pinocchio. All right. And that movie is, of course, Pinocchio. <laughs> oh, no. Not this Pinocchio, but... Which one? A live-action Pinocchio. Oh, that's a bad idea. That was... Yeah, that's a really bad idea, isn't it? A live-action Pinocchio that was released in the year 2002 Mm -hmm. that was directed by and also stars 
a very energetic Italian actor. Oh, God. Named Roberto Benigni. Yes. I'm, oh, good. He plays Geppetto, right? He, uh, funny story. No, this he doesn't. This man in his 40s plays Geppetto. Yes, this, this man who was, I believe, 49 or 50 during the filming <laughs> of this movie. No, no, no. He plays Pinocchio. Why? <laughs> I don't know. But it's bad. Ugh. It's so bad. If you have ever wanted to see a Pinocchio film where Pinocchio was played by a 50-year-old man with no special effects and no makeup, just a creepy Commedia dell'arte-inspired costume, mm-hmm. and like, and that's basically it. Yep. Like, and I mean, you know what? That would be fine for a stage play, right? Because it's the theater and you sort yeah. of, you have, you, you use your imagination. Things in the theater aren't exactly the way they would be in real life. You, you, no. They can't be for a fantasy like this. But for a movie in 2002 to make the creative decision, we're going to do Pinocchio and I, a grown man, I'm going to play him. And it's just going to be <laughs> me at my normal size in a costume. Mm-hmm. Like that's a mm-hmm. questionable decision to me. Yeah. Uh, so it's very it questionable. It, it's it it doesn't work. Um, it's, no, it, it, it does. It doesn't. It's not a good movie. It's um, apparent. I am told that the original Italian version is marginally better because the English dub voice cast is so poorly chosen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so um, maybe the original Italian version. If you watch the original version with subtitles, it's a little better than the the version we got here in the United States. Okay, but it but it can't be that much better. <laughs> Because this is really, really bad. I mean, let's face facts. Disney right now is in the middle of remaking every one of its animated films into yes. quote-unquote live-action films. Yes, they and are. And I haven't heard them announce that they're going to do Pinocchio. Maybe because they're not that dumb. I Only hope time so. will prove me wrong. <laughs> I, I've heard. I remember several years ago. I remember hearing something about how they were putting a live-action Pinocchio into development. Well, there was another bad one, not by Disney. Not by Disney. The starred Martin Landau and that kid from. Oh, I, re- I remember that. Yeah, wasn't that wasn't one of the Home Improvement kids? Yeah, it was. It was the Jonathan Taylor Thomas or so. Yeah, and yeah, I remember that. And Landau was Geppetto. Yeah, um, but yeah, but Disney. I, I remember hearing something a few years ago about Disney putting a live action Pinocchio into development but I haven't heard anything about it since and they've churned out three or four of those live action or quote unquote live action remakes since so mm-hmm. hope, hopefully somebody at Disney was like oh no we can't do this one this is this is a terrible idea <laughs> but we'll find out but yeah that is my not recommendation uh, Benini's Pinocchio avoid it at all costs <laughs> Okay. Um, as you guys know, I like to not recommend a film from the same year as the movie that we just did. And it's 1940. And I wanted to stick with the animation. And I, I'm going to not recommend something that hopefully you guys have not seen. And granted, it's not a full-length movie. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a short. It's a okay. short. Directed by Bob Clampett, one of the most famous you know, animators ever, right, Steve? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, this became part of the censored 11. <gasps> 11 movie, 11 short films by Warner Brothers that will never be distributed ever or put into syndication ever. Yep. Want to know why, Steve? How Why come? the censored 11 will never why? be seen by human eyes, supposedly? Why? Why is it? Why is it? Um, Because... At some point, they looked at him and they said, this is racially uh, insensitive. <laughs> oh, really? In the 40s? Yeah, I know. Oh, it's hard so to funny. believe. That's so weird. But it is kind of... 
um, related to Disney because of its subject matter. What's that? The movie I'm going to tell you guys, it's not really a movie, it's a short. I don't care, it's my show. (laughs) What I'm going to tell you guys not to see because there have been illegal copies made. I have no doubt that you probably could find it on YouTube, and if I find out any of you guys watched it, I warned you. <laughs> the, the short that I'm telling you guys not, the animated short I'm telling you guys not to watch, is a little cartoon called Coal Black and the Seven Dwarves. Oh, that sounds like that would be a lot of fun, though. No, no. No? No. It, it's, it's a bunch of um, racist caricatures of what white people thought black people were. Oh, that doesn't sound so good, then, when it's you put it that way. It's not good at oh, all. That sounds, at yeah. all. Ah. Don't see it. It's I don't don't. It's got like a jazz score and a bunch of others. Don't don't. I mean, don't if the even... title doesn't tell you everything you need to know, I mean, like yeah, you, don't, exactly. you probably don't need to watch it. You, whatever you can imagine from that title, that's probably what it is. It's in the censored eleven for a reason. And so, I'm guys. If you seek it out, I'm sure you can find it. But please, just don't watch it unless you want to get angry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Steve. Yeah. It's time for a terrible choice. Oh, good. Oh, good. My favorite part of the show. At this time, I force Steve to choose between three movies. He does not know what those movies are, and those movies are one. the one he chooses is going to be the next one that we're going to review. And so he needs to make this blind choice between movie A, movie B, and movie C. Steve? Yes? They're all related, by the way. They're all sci-fi movies. You've been doing that lately, and I think that's very clever of you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to go with movie A. Oh, thank God. Oh, good. I did good. Had you chosen movie C, we would have watched the campy classic and one of my favorite movies, Flash Gordon. Oh, yeah? Okay. Had you picked movie B, I would have killed myself on this podcast. (laughs) Oh, boy. Because we would have watched the never-should-have-been-made Mac and Me. Oh, damn. But instead, you chose A, my favorite Jesus parable. (gasps) The movie we're going to review next time is about a guy Uh who comes back to life and punishes people for their sins. Oh, good. That movie being RoboCop. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So if you want to get all the jokes, please watch RoboCop before our next review. And that's it. Thanks, guys, for listening once again. For Late Seating, this has been Jason Harding. And uh, don't see a movie this week. Because you can't because all the theaters are closed. And they're never going to reopen. They can't. They cannot. Oh, guys, theaters cannot take this blow. It's It's bad. They already put, Disney's already put up their movie on, on their Disney Plus. That's right. So watch onward on Disney watch, Plus. Watch, yeah, watch on. I didn't say that. So <laughs> I, I don't go see a movie. Watch a movie this week. There you, yeah, there you go. Safe inside your homes. Yes. With the people that ordinarily live there. That's right. Yeah. Not strangers. Not strangers. Don't have parties. House don't, parties are bad. Don't have a party. Don't lick them. Don't, don't lick anybody. <laughs> Unless you're absolutely sure they're clean. And it's consensual. That's right. Wash them. Wash them in Purell wash them, first. Wash them good. Make sure that they're into it. And then I guess go ahead. Right. And this has been Steve Shives. <laughs> I'd rather be smart than be an actor. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> 
there are so many other things I could have been instead of an oh. actor. If only you had known. If only you had seen this film if in only your there formative was a years. Jiminy, when I was a little kid, going, you do not want to go down this path. Oh no, 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 it, no! It ends with you doing puppetry on YouTube on the internet, and I'm like, what's YouTube and an internet, Jiminy? What's, what's YouTube? That Smash. sounds fun. <laughs> Mama Cricket told me not to do something because I'll wind up doing made-up stuff. <laughs> and oh, you killed God. that cricket, didn't you, dear heart? There are, there are only so many institutions for children your age, Jason. <laughs> You've been thrown out of so many and now crickets are talking to you? We're just going to pretend that we didn't have this conversation. And you're uh, going to keep minute, it together the and go to school. Told me, the windowsill told me to... <laughs> The windows. It's not become an actor either. Now inanimate objects are speaking to you. They're not even animals. <laughs> They're just like household objects. <laughs> the fireplace poker told me to get a knife. Why did it do that? The fireplace poker told me to get a knife. <laughs> I'm going to do it because I do everything that inanimate objects tell me. The coffee table said I'm a wicked boy. <laughs> The vacuum cleaner tried to tell, tell me something, but I put that vacuum cleaner in his place. <laughs> He's never going to say anything to anybody ever I, again. I strangled him with his own hose. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Oh, yeah. I'm a recording easy. Hey. Oh, boy. I hardly ever get to do. Oh, it's turning into you now, Steve. <laughs> oh, shit. All I have to do oh, is no. lower my voice. <laughs> I made a puppet vampire. And then they stole it from me and turned it into the Puppet Master movies. <laughs> and not a single one was a vampire. They were all Nazis. <laughs> if you're going to rip me off, do it correctly. <laughs> okay, I think we're good over here. Are you good? You got I, peaks and valleys. I got my peaks and valleys, peaking and valleying. Well, read the goddamn script then. Uh, well, God I'm getting all right. I just wanted to let you know where we were at. That's all. Your head is in the trees, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Okay. <clears throat> please, please do a walking around video in a tree. Okay. Please. Okay. Please. I did. I actually, I, sh I shot one already. I shot one today when I was up in the tree. Did you really? Yes, I did. Yay! I Thank just I, I haven't uploaded it, but yeah. yeah. All right, I awesome. Did, I didn't have any time because I had to do this shit. Whatever. It's raining outside. <laughs> I have no friends. I'm getting short-sighted because I'm inside all day and everything's five feet away from me. <laughs> the world is so small and it just keeps getting smaller. <laughs> okay, here we go. <clears throat> all right. Okay. Late Seating is a Let Me Listen podcast production featuring Steve Shives and Jason Harding. Produced by Jason Harding. Theme music, Rollin' at Five, composed and performed by Kevin McLeod. You can find more Let Me Listen podcast productions at our website at www.letmelistenpodcast.com. You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, or just about anywhere you download podcasts. Late Seating is a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to support Late Seating or any of the other Let Me Listen productions for as little as $1 a month, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash Let Me Listen. And thanks for listening. <laughs>